You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We did it! Oh, crap! We're up. Vikings fans, we're up. look at this. We're, we're totally, I'm not even kidding you guys. So there's some serious technical issues going on right now. By the way, hello. Hello. I'm James Simmons. I'm Jakob Winnings, and we've got some serious technical issues going on. We do. We have massive, uh, like, my phone is technical issues right now. But they we set us up in a trailer in, like, a one-camera room because you guys, the, the live chat is on fire right now. And we have these two episodes we have to talk about, and they are crazy and awesome. And they're like, you guys have to do the show. So uh, don't mind us if we're just, like, sliding well, off well, the couch. Oh, no, but I was saying, are you guys on a couch? Hell, yes, we're we on, are a, on couch. a couch. Look at this. Um, we're, like, just, it's, this is, like... Paradise. Hey, we can do whatever we want in here. This is the trailer. Yeah, right. Okay, this have, is the special house. Like a pillow fight. Oh my God, so much fun. I okay, love this. So, but no pillow fights. Let's just get, because we got two episodes to get to. You guys yes. have waited uh, extra time, like 30 extra minutes. Thank you for Thank sticking Thank you so around. much. Yeah, absolutely. So, as always, uh, listen, we're in the live chat right here. If I can ever get mine to work. Uh, we're in the live chat. We are uh, talking to you guys in the live chat as well. If you're watching this afterwards, um, we love you. We love all of your comments. We try to get back to them. No, we are. Not. What are our What are our things? We always tell everyone, we're not historians. No, um, but we do like it when you guys check our facts. Definitely check our facts. We've been seriously fact checked the last few episodes Pretty by hard. a historian <laughs> professor, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then another thing we say is that you guys are part of this hosting team. You yeah. are the essential other hosts. So make sure you guys let us know all your thoughts in the chat because we love to call it out and let everybody know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. And so. before we jump into episode 14, so we're going to go back. 14 and 15, yeah, but we're, we're starting we're with 14. Both. We're going to start yeah. with 14. Um, Al is out sick, so uh, send your love to Al. Kisses to him. Well, sorry, and 15, 15, 15, 15, and then Stop. 16. Yeah. And then also always kisses to Carrie, who I think is trying to jump in on the live chat or maybe watch tonight, but she's at work. Okay, so 15. Oh, a, a lot going on. So we do this by storyline now. You guys know this already, and there's only two big storylines in this whole episode. The Cuttercut and the Wessex one. So we're going to get Cuttercut out of the way yeah. real quick, okay? Because yeah. um, we've got a lot to talk about. So the seer is dead. We know Ivar killed the seer, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> and he takes him in the middle of the night with his, you know, his, his posse, and they go burn him in the middle of the forest. I, first of all, I have to go back to this. He like, with the, with, we knew he was gonna do it with axe, right? And he's standing there and he's just like, walk. Walk, and it's like just blood everywhere. <laughs> and like, wait, wait, and hold up, time out. Well, time out is <laughs> right, James. Here. But this is something that you guys like yelled out in the previous episode's right. comments. And I, so many people said that. Okay, so as the seer is dying, losing his vision, Floki is starting to see the visions of the dead girl and all that kind of stuff. So kind of the transition of uh -huh. this, um, what kind of power would it be? Like, uh, like higher, medium, medium power? Mystical. So you guys call that out, so that's a good one. Um, but as he's basically dying, now Vitzek is confronting Ivar, saying like, hey, what, uh, we need to know who did it, uh -huh. why it was done, and Ivar is like, just chill. He's like, right, don't, don't even worry about this. And he's like, no, this is the seer, dude. Like, this is one of the most important people who knows our history, like, and someone just killed him? Like, what's going on? We gotta figure this out. And Ivar's like, I don't worry about it. Well, Ivar doesn't worry about it. And he's so nonchalant as well with the, with the whole thing. And I think Vitek picks up on that because at the end he's like, I know. I know. 
And he says it twice, James. He's like, so I know. So what I, I want to know from you guys in the chat is what does he know? Does he know what? And please, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my iPad and I'm going to say what you guys are saying. Does he know that <laughs> he killed Margaret? Does he know that he killed the seer? Does he know that he's not really a god? Ah! Everybody knows that, even Ivar. Uh, even Ivar. Because Ivar way, plays the fiend so much on the whole topic the whole time. down inside. By the way, uh, we're holding our devices here, not because we're being rude, because we're literally reading the live chat. We just can't do it as like slick and sly as we normally do in a, in a major studio. So uh, you're cracking me up, by the way, Megan, uh, CSI Norway. That's exactly what's going on that's here. That's exactly what's going um, on. That's a hysterical. So... Um, what we got to okay, go. so, oh, so Ivar gives a speech, right? And yeah. he's and it was so full of crap. But it did kind of make me wonder like are are people really actually starting to get behind Ivar cuz he's had some successes or well, is they, this they are they just scared of him? Uh that's a very good question, James. Um I they believe him. I think people would believe anything you tell them if you're a good to, uh, God can talk speech. Uh, something I can do right now. If you <laughs> if you communicate well, uh, one example is Hitler. Uh, that guy convinced the whole nation to take over the world. Whoa! Right? I mean, yes. If you want to look at historical Sp figures, who... speech like just being able to convince yes. people and and that's what Ivar is basically doing with his kingdom in his country, saying like, well, I am now a god, and you will believe it, and you guys should be so lucky. That you are, you know, ruled by a god, I guess. That's what, what and, it is. And they are ruled by a god, or at least they think they're ruled by a god. I'm sort of feeling for the people of Katakut. I'm also wondering, like, why aren't people, like, raising up, by the way? Like, when they went and burned the seer's body, it's like 20 dudes around there. Like, why isn't one of those dudes, like, talking to somebody else, like, do you guys know Ivar killed this dude, right? Like... Like, there are more of us than there are of him. They, but they won't come so, out. They also, is, that's his loyalty. Like I said, it's posse. It's, it's loyal to him. Uh, Adriatne, Adriatne is saying that she thinks they're just scared of him. And that's not the right way to rule. Because some place, when people are scared, a revolt begins. And we'll see. And hopefully that comes into play. Yeah. Um, and so, I, there's a, it's a funny scene there where Ivar is giving this shitty speech. And then Vitzek is looking at him. And you can see in his eyes that you can see this guy is like, I'm just not buying this bullshit anymore. My brother has gone crazy. So that's always that's the, what I read from his face. W wicked crazy. Uh, by the way, you guys are cracking me up in the chat, Merley. I totally agree with you. Uh, Ivar's like the Donald Trump of the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some hate for that in the comments, I'm sure, but uh, he certainly is. Um, so, all right. So you have to remind me, Yaku, because Yaku's like on it, and my memory is like shot in terms of. So, Katakut. So the the India the India basically with Katakat scene we can wrap this up real quick. It's just Ivar basically is talking to, and I'm forgetting her name, his wife, and um, they're talking about just love and like how he uh, always wanted to be loved. That's all he really wanted. Like the youngest brother. I'm the youngest of four, oh, right? I'm the, I know yeah. that what is. I resonate with the dude. His dad left him out to die. Um, because he's crippled, like he said, and he just wants love. And then she's like, "Well, I love you." But I thought was really interesting, not only the I love you, Yaku, but what was super interesting there is he was like, I could never trust anyone. And he's like, I was never loved. I was never truly loved just for who I am. And then he's saying this while he's like caressing her face and like looking into her eyes. And we know it's all lies. Like it's well, all. Well, she says, she so says, it, or he says, you're all truth. 
He right, says, right, right. you're all goodness. He says, you, you never expected anything back, which is such bullshit, which and I want to I want to do a massive like forward jump right now uh -huh. to where Bjorn in this uh, the episode we watched, all, all of us watched tonight, um, where Bjorn spoke to Torvin, he's like, you never expected anything back. He said the exact same thing in tonight's Ooh. episode that but I was told her a week ago, but it's a massive difference because she totally actually did different. it. Right. She, she didn't accept anything back. And yeah, this girl, she's crazy. And she's doing all this. She's playing all of this for her own powers and her own. I mean, she's everyone is having to do this in this day and age, right? Everyone's having to like play everyone else and do whatever just so they can stay alive and survive. But she's like, think about it. I was a slave. And she's like, now I'm carrying the son of a or the child of a god. And it was all. Oh, well, Megan is saying so the girl's a scammer. She just wants to be queen, which is exactly what's happening. And not just that, the queen of Katagat and the queen to a god. All the more power to her, right? Power to her. There are lots of women, by the way, in these two episodes who are scheming and wheeling and dealing, trying to be the queen or make the man the king. But we'll get to more of that in the next episode. So that was Katagat in. 15, right? This so was in two 15. episodes yes. ago. So we're, we're going to switch over to Wessex yes. now. Because yeah. we, like we said, we do the storyline. I need to adjust. I can see myself. This, this, this is not as good. That's okay. Good angle. We, I know this angle. is so weird, by the way. So if you're just jumping in or just joining us, <laughs> we're in a trailer. Stuff's about to fall off the ceilings. We got like pillows and stuff going on because all of After Buzz, so like the whole company. And all of the shows that are supposed to be going on right now are all having audio technical difficulties. But you guys, literally you guys made this happen because you were blowing up the chat, the live chat. We were chat like, look at this. So much. You, tell, you tell them we can go live right now. Right. We were like, Yaku literally was like, do you see how many people are in this live chat waiting for us to talk? Like, we have to go live. So we won. We won the trailer in the back. Oh my gosh. Thank you, AfterBuzz and Steve and everyone who got us going. So um, to continue, we're doing Wessex. Episode 15, we're just switching to that storyline, and uh, essentially we, we get right into Uba and Alfred, who are like, all right, I'm going to kind of jump to the plan, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Like, is this plan going to work? And oh, by the way, if the plan works, I'm going to give you all of East Anglia. <laughs> James. <laughs> like, all of it. You, and that is... That's <laughs> <laughs> you made such a big deal of that. It, it is a big is, deal. It's it a huge deal. deal. You know why? Because it's Ragnar's dream. It's Ragnar's like... Bingo. It's what he worked for. That's, that's this, the one thing that he wants. Fertile land in a different country to expand his kingdom. And now it's becoming to realize. Right? It, so it's huge. It's happening. Um, but right. they can only get it realized if they win this battle, which is the whole crux of this whole episode. Yeah. So the, whole, the episode is broken into the you know the, the before the battle, the eve of the battle, and then the battle itself. Right. So the eve of the battle, before the battle, they do they have the catapults and they have like random fighting scenes. Not not a lot there. Nothing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Going to move on. Um, and then the eve of the battle, it's a few things to talk about, and that's where the James, you know, you talk about the plan. Yeah, the plan, so, and, and and even I think even the eve of the battle too. What, to me, the most interesting thing was Heg Hegman, Bishop Hegman, 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 uh, having this dream. Uh, whether he actually had this dream or not, I don't know. But that he was going to burn in hell forever if he kept like yep. getting with Lagertha. And he's like, "I love you, but I love not burning in hell for eternity. A, just like a little bit more." And so I have to say, I can't blame him. I was saying right before we went on, well, the technical guys were doing their thing. I was like, you know what, Yaku. If if I really believed in all of this stuff and this, and God told me if you don't divorce your husband you're gonna burn in hell forever, I think I'd be out. Like sorry, babe, I love you, but like I'm gonna burn in hell forever. Yeah, but then your babe would say like what Legatha said. She's just, just a dream. 
I go, are you really that scared? And he's like, yes, I was scared. So Lagerfra's point of view is, wait, it's just a dream, like relax. He was legitimately scared. And I think for him to be scared in the dream and is, is the whole like the gut feeling of like, maybe I should like follow my gut instinct on this one. Uh -huh. so, so you're thinking maybe it's more of a gut instinct than... Yeah. Than That's like a gut, I mean, if, he, if, if he's that scared, I mean, that translates into God speaking to him through the dream and then seeing the deer on the battlefield is just like, okay, I definitely made the right decision. Yeah. And you're going to possibly also die. So maybe <laughs> just get, get on the right side of the fight here before and, you die. And maybe you're going to die. Just, just saying. There was lots of deer in the battlefield. So... Uh, Alfred Anube, the plan, uh, I guess we can get right to the battle, basically. Is there uh, well, anything else before? Well, so the Renaissance love the Torvian Ube talking about, like, they wear the cross and the armband, right? Oh, yeah. So that's a big deal. And, and was like, Torvi was like, you have to wear the armband. And Ube is like, well, why would I? I don't think these uh, Aesir gods is going to protect me if I'm wearing the cross in any way. So, but I think he took it at the end. Yes, I think I think he did too. He, he spoke. He took it there, and and uh, I had. Really, I'm so hyped up in this trailer. It's a bit kind of hot, but um, we just need to calm down. I, I feel like I'm talking really fast. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we can be hyped. I don't. We're giving you good energy because we're not. You're not getting like any graphics or any sort of sexy like camera switches. Like you're literally just staring at us and so our crotches. So and that's can, that's about that. Right. And my my orange all birds. Apparently these shoes are like everything. I don't know. I just I was got sucked into an Instagram ad and. Ten days my, later, I had shoes. I just saw my wife's gonna be so mad. She's gonna see I wore my black socks with my un definitely doesn't fit. Anyway, don't, don't never mind that. Um, she can be mad at me later on. Right. All right. So get let's get to this battle scene. So Uber makes it to the Viking camp, and he's like, "Listen, um, let's compromise. I fight. I'm now a Christian. Yes, I'm baptized, and he's I'm super proud of it as well. He, super proud. Super proud. And he's <laughs> let's compromise. And King Harold's like, "Fine, I'll tell you tomorrow how much gold and silver." While I thought King Harold was really fast to compromise, by the way. Well, no. Why are they there? I mean, they're there. They're there for the lands. But no. <laughs> yes, they're there for the land, but they're also there for gold and silver, and that's that's what they said before they went. Well, they go so plunder. he said, "What's my price?" But I, I think about in the last five and a half episode seasons, when has everyone, anyone, been like, "Yeah, let's talk." And then actually stuck with it, right? Or if they said, yeah, let's talk, once they showed up, someone got double-crossed. So I knew a double-cross was coming. Y'all knew a double-cross was coming too, right? But then also, I was like, hold up. Uh, King Harold was just a little too quick to me to, like, agree with this. And so I thought that the double-cross was going to come the other way. I thought King Harold had a plan. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> so no, that Yikes. did not happen. Uh, but no, I, I hear you. I, I think uh, there would have been too many double crosses, almost to a point. But uh, I think in this corner, I'm, you have to be Team Bjorn. You have to be Team Uber. These guys are like scheming, planning. King Harold is just going there. He's living in the woods and he wants to go attack them. Like, what does what credibility does he have other than Jarl Olofsson? Then just, right. Well, yeah, and so his we, badass wife, by the way. She's great. She's amazing. We're going to talk about... More her, about her, her, slapping, yeah. her slapping her slapping power on the bit. Couple of you guys in here. Uh, Ariadne. Megan, I agree with you, by the way. Ariadne is trying to kill everybody off in this uh, live chat tonight. She's like, he's so stupid, I can't wait for him to die. Uh, what else? Uh, Harold planning to go to Katakut anyway, so it's just extra money for taking Katakut, Runa. I think that's what Yaku was trying to say. Um, oh, Ari, you've got to leave. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, smooches. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. I know if some of you guys got to go because we were here late. Catch us. So, battle scene. 
this like broke my heart because all of a sudden I was realizing Yaku and you guys I feel like I had emotions for King Harald because I was like oh shit they're all about to die when they dropped the the fire and the fire encircled three them three sides well, or whatever yes oh. they're about to die but who really cares about that in this point uh, in this situation because King Harald wants to kill Lagathra Right. He's, he's got beef with her, and anybody that wants to kill Agafra, uh, the, I mean, what do they, like, no. They don't, like, they, they, don't, they, don't no. they don't have a spot on the show. But That the, includes Ivar. Uh, I know, but I was so conflicted, because I'm actually starting, I, I feel like I like King Harold. Like, when there was actually the, look, when there was a prospect of him gonna die, I was like, wait a minute, no, I kind of like this dude. I love King Harold. I love his character, and I love him. Brass, yes, he's so brass and he kind of doesn't take life serious. And by the way, have you guys noticed that these Vikings, they just, they have no hard feelings. Oh, oh, so Uber comes to the Viking camp. Oh, hi, come, let's go drink. We're, we're friends. And, you know, and after Bjorn and, and King Harold fight against each other and afterwards they're and friends. Then later and later on, like, right, they're just like, hey, hey how was it going? And then the wife. They? Yeah, and Jarl Olsen's wife is like, oh, I just killed, you know, your... Your husband, uncle, uh, your father-in-law, almost, and it's uh, right, yeah, and that's everything is okay. Anyway, um, so well, so this battlefield super intense. They get fire starts on three sides, and King Harold is like, "We got to dive right in." And in fact, he was like, "Let us, let us be worthy of Valhalla." Like he knew, he knew they were all gonna die, and but you still were like not totally sure what the plan was or like what Uba and Alfred's plan were was well, there wasn't to be. really a plan it was the fire and then fight and then fight the right. catapult fire catapult fight that was the plan boom a little double cross so then fire lots and lots and lots of blood and gore and well really we kind of got back to like a season three sort of gore in this which we've been scene. we haven't had for a while and while yeah. these guys were ramping up to this fight there was a, a, a cool scene there where the Vikings started yelling Odin and then uh, um, Jonathan Rhys Myers or Hegmund, who he like kissed his cross and he was super calm and just mm -hmm. like a prayer was beautiful. And it was the two like gods basically against right. each other. Why is that one beautiful? Why was the Vikings one beautiful? Well, it was calm. That's what I'm saying. It was, it was calm in chaos. The other people were making chaos. They were crazy, slapping their shields together. And, right. and then Magnus is like, <laughs> Magnus is like getting a, a like erection there in the crowd, like going, <laughs> going crazy. He's like fighting with the Vikings finally. And you know, the other people are just like super calm. So I thought that was cool. I would want to be on the calm side. Uh, I, I'm sort of, no, I'm an excitable dude. I you want to be a berserker. I really do think that it was kind of funny that, about Magnus. Uh, you're like, Magnus got an erection. I feel like Magnus gets an erection every time he sees one of his brothers. Like, it's just like a little too excited about this, but uh, I digress. Anyway, uh, you guys, we're still on you in the comments. We're here. We see you in the live comments. If you're watching this afterwards, again, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. We really appreciate it. We had some technical difficulties. This is why you're on one solo camera. It's just me and Yaku tonight. Audio might even be a little wonky, but we're trying to There's do our no best. No sound for you effects. Guys. Steve did watch with us. He was there, but it's no sound effects. Right. So just us and you guys, and we get to do whatever we want. And we'll go a little bit over because I, I just think we can. I think we can go yeah, a little bit and over. Yeah, and make sure we talk about this episode and give you guys what you came here for. And make sure afterwards, if you guys watch this, listen to this on iTunes, give us five stars, give us a thumbs up on the on the YouTube video so that you know we can get Subscribe more Vikings and all that jazz. Yeah, we want yeah, more Vikings yeah. to join our clan. Um, okay, so with the fighting scene, uh, there's, a, there's a few things, uh, big key moments on this battlefield. Mm -hmm. Ethelred saves his brother. Boom. One. Huge, because I didn't think it was going to happen. I was like, this is his moment. Let it, like, let it happen. 
Like, oh, I wasn't able to save my brother. Ah. Do you think it's good that King Alfred was there in the middle of the battle? So I have never thought this. I have always been someone that's like, wait, you're the most important person, king, queen, whoever, whatever empire. I've never thought that they should be the ones in battle. If William you're, Wallace. Right. If you're the most important person, they need you around. Like they don't need you to yeah, die. Yeah, but if you in leave battle. from the front, then you you've got uh, such a bigger following, like William Wallace, the, the Scotman. I I mean I guess I get that, and that's what we see. But you need to watch Braveheart. Here's my that's thing. What, that's no, what's no, happening. no, no. I, and I, I think that's where that comes from. I think that comes from movies, right? I think that comes. From, we have this historic these people who are almost like demigods, sort of like I can go into a thing and I won't die because I'm like just, Ragnar. I'm just like a little bit more like a little bit realistic above human being than you are. Oh. And so you go in there and then all... But but this is what I think. That's only the people we see in the movies. And in real life, like I'm such a realist, in real life I'm like, no, you don't want the king to die in battle. He's going to die by some dumb dude who swipes the back of his Achilles tendon and he gets an infection and dies a week <laughs> later, which is maybe what happened in the next episode. You don't need him around there anyway. If you're really trying to protect your kingdom, you want the most important and the most intelligent person who is running things, you keep them off the battlefield. That's just me. Has nothing to do with bravery. In fact, if I was leading him, I'd be like, that dude's smart. I'm going to go fight for him. Um, I'm reading here from, from Merle saying, can you all describe the scenery? I'm I'm visually impaired. I can only see out of my left eye, out of my right. I can't see anything at all because I would want him to church. Maybe. Ne I think Merle, Merle, well, I don't know. Merle's talking about maybe being visually impaired. Well, long story short, Merle, battlefield, it's crazy, it's insane. A lot of blood. There's blood, there's lots of... Mud, fire. Mud, yeah, it was like rain. And there was fire on all three, three of four sides. They kind of fenced them in on the fire. It was super crazy. And essentially, like, Alfred's in there, his skinny little self, trying to fight everybody. He's doing a pretty good job, but he's about to get it. And right? from behind, Ethelred is just... Ethelred He just, like, stabs his knife through this dude that's about to slash his head in. Um, and he's lying kind of like wimpy on the, in the mud, mm -hmm. like squealing, um, and saves his life and helps him up. And so that's a scene where the one brother saves the other brother, which is huge. And Aethelred, the one brother, says, long live the king. Long live the king twice. Twi which because is that's how important it is. So nice he said it very twice. Very interesting. Yep. The other major scene in this battle, because we got to move forward, the other major scene in this battle was that maybe the best warrior, best English warrior on the battlefield dies, and that's Bishop Hegman. Oh, huge. Who gets it bad. Huge, like, arrow, spear thing right through the heart in the front, and then gets multiple ones. Boom, 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 boom. That go through those as well. And those spears, I mean, it was a very dramatic death scene that, unfortunately, Lagather witnessed the entire thing. Which is the issue, and I think she also got kind of slashed on the leg or something. But mm -hmm. this is kind of, was kind of romantic for me. I thought this was romantic, so because he saw across the field, he got arrow, 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 something out of Die Hard, and um, <laughs> he got stabbed through the lung. Die Hard? You mean Braveheart? Well, maybe. <laughs> um, yelled to Lagerfra, which was they locked eyes across the battlefield, and um, which was amazing to me because he yelled out to her in the end. Why not yell at Jesus or God or Christ? Right. So, you know, did, did he maybe go back? Maybe he was wrong. Did, did he go back to Lagafra in the end? Or, you know, did he die peacefully? No, okay, he, he chose his God above the woman of his dreams. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why. Maybe he made a bad choice. The battle is over. Maybe that's what they're trying to tell us. Maybe.
But regardless, the battle is now over. Right. The kingdom has won. They lost a massive Bishop Hechmund is the end of uh, Jonathan mm -hmm. Meyer. And now Alfred is making a speech and he's basically just saying, listen, this would not have happened if it wasn't for the Vikings. Right. They, the, these Vikings came here. They came up, helped us with this plan. They had a few people army-wise in order to help us. We wouldn't be here without this. And because of this, I'm going to grant you these lands. I promised you all of East Anglia and I'm going to give it to you. Uh, what he says is after Bishop Hegman's funeral, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the funeral, yeah. and then he, while they're there, though, so he gives him the land, and then he's like, "This is not the only order of business that we have here." Yeah. Right. Yes, the, we may have jumped a little bit into the next episode. Uh, I think in the mud outside, uh, because that's happening here when they. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. We do Hegman's funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we got to. We got to move it forward. Yeah, but we want to end. We want to make sure these guys understand when we're moving to the next episode, right? Yeah. No, so, no, no, I'm not moving to the next episode. Oh. There was a scene at the end where he he in that end of that episode where he he makes a big speech and then Judith comes up and talks to him, right? And she's like, we got to talk. And Alfred's like, I'm tired. You're I'm, right. You're I'm right. Just, I just had battle. Did like, did you not see we just had this big ass battle and before we went to commercial? No, I'm kidding. And <laughs> Judith was like, too bad. I have to talk to you. There uh, has this conspiracy of these people that are against you. The person leading them is Aethelred. Dun, dun, dun. Then the episode ends, right? Then the episode ends Boom. with Lagafra being missing. Lagafra's right. gone. She's gone. She's gone. Missing. We don't know where she is. I thought she's getting back to cut the gut with King Harold, which is not the case. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, moving on. Oh, you're going to do it? Because I can't turn, turn mine up yet. Oh, it's a good Yaku. one. All right, so we're moving on to the next episode now. The Buddha. The Buddha. I love this. I love. do love how they're sort of bringing in all these different... Uh, uh, religions and and spiritualities and all this stuff and I, I think this is exactly how it probably happened in real life like you just started crossing paths with people and you're like what the hell is this like figurine and the dude like laughs like that's Buddha man like what do you mean you don't know who Buddha is um, very <laughs> different than right we can Google some stuff be like what is Sikh we don't know we would Google it uh, so this so we have four storylines here and as you guys know in these episodes um, we are we like to go by storyline and, and we just kind of talk about it we definitely want you still talking in the chat if you're watching this afterwards please leave comments again we apologize lots of technical difficulties tonight which is why you're one solo camera the set looks a little bit different and why yaku and i are a little bit extra crazy tonight these, right these <laughs> yes we are <laughs> yes we should, are. We, should we get the small one out of the way maybe start with iceland we have all of the storylines. Yes, let's go. To, so you guys were asking about Iceland, and some of you in the live chat are like, whatever with this Iceland story. Yes. And I have to be, I'm a little bit with you there. I'm sort of like, like let's move it along. But they kind of did in this episode. They kind of re-peaked my interest a little bit in Iceland. And so somebody also earlier said in the episode, in the comments here said that, I think it was Megan saying that they, they can do so much more with Floki's character. And Floki played such a huge part in the first few seasons. And we haven't seen him enough. He hasn't done enough things. He hasn't done his little laugh or build a boat or something, you know? Right. He hasn't fought. He's just like... Doing like politics, moping around Iceland in like, the rain, walking around in the snow. I mean, that's just no fun. Right. We need dude to be like a. a he isn't fun. We need him to be like a funny. We need him to be Floki, building a boat and like the oh. Boat. Also, I, but the, I miss the twinkle noise that Steve would do with Floki. Tring. 
We'll try to do that every time we talk about Floki. But uh, so biggest thing uh, with Floki is that Helgi returns. Well, so they, these guys are separated now. Yeah. So, so if you recall, this is like two episodes ago, yeah. right? Three episodes ago. There, the bad dudes went on one side of the island essentially, and Floki and the good, the goodies stayed on this side. It's winter. It sucks. It's crazy. And they're eating what probably was like dog or I don't know. Well, they didn't smell good. Yeah. And then it's something that was dead for a while. And then they hear, Floki! Floki! What, what's that? Floki! You guys, stay here. Let me go watch. Let me go Flo see. Floki! And then Helgi shows up with two like, fingers, because the rest is <laughs> frostbite all over. Oh my god, I, I knew you knew this was coming. Mm. You knew what they were gonna. Well, maybe you guys didn't know. Okay, so I'm a nurse practitioner for those of you who do not know this. So uh, my day job is like in the medical profession, and I was like, oh, that frostbite is too bad. They're gonna cut those fingers off. And sure as shit, I love how Floki just went right into He was like, uh, wait, what did he say? Oh, I thought I wrote it down. He said something about say a prayer to the gods or whatever. It's just like, you know, but. Right, say a prayer to the gods because you know the gods really love like totally distraction technique, which we do by the way, especially with kids. Off um, goes the fingers. Off goes the fingers. So now what they are going is off to go save these people because the whole crux of this Iceland story is that Helgi is coming back saying, "Listen, everybody's dying, everybody's dead, everybody's sick, everybody's hungry. Can you right. just come save us?" But my thing, James, you guys in the comments, like obviously at this point the mission is failed. Iceland you think is Iceland? not a success. All of Iceland or just the one no, half? No, all of Iceland. But literally that what it's boiling down to is one sick camp, half dead. Okay, somebody's losing all, literally all losing all his fingers to walk to the other camp and telling them they're dying. And then the healthy camp, which consists of five people, which is flocky of a few and, and one family, it seems was probably more, I don't know. You guys are obviously gonna call me out in the comments. But I mean, how can you even make a settlement out of that? Without without inbreeding, like this done, <laughs> like <laughs> go back. Let's try again. Let's try Greenland or Hawaii or anything else. Hawaii. That's maybe on the other side of this continent that they haven't really like. The Vikings out made it. Yet. I'm just saying. Everywhere. They they kind of did make it everywhere. Uh, speaking of everywhere, there are lots more of you in the live chat uh, right now. Planetarium and Danny, Johnny G, John G. Um, Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, John G, you're about to watch the Buddha. We're about to spoil it for you, so don't watch us. If you go watch the Buddha and then come back and watch us and feed afterwards, all right? Right. Uh, but we appreciate your comments. We're still here. We're going to get through this episode a little quicker than the last one. Sorry, we're super chatty. We're super excited tonight. Um, so essentially, this failing Iceland mission, they're like, we got to go save these other people. And Floki, Floki was like, listen, Kreatol. These people killed your wife and your kids. Like, do you want to go save them or not? And Kretel's like, I can't live without help. Shit, Loki, I have to have help. <laughs> so we watch it with subtitles so we can get everyone's names right. And this dude's name is spelled like K J E T J I L L. So Hethels is basically saying, yes, uh, I can't live without hope, James. So what, <laughs> what is the settlement without hope in any way? Let's just go save them. Even if I have to go carry the other guy that I hate so much on my backpack. An yeah. old girl, right? The pregnant yeah, the, or whatever, yeah. Like, the point is, is his choice to make if they want to save it. Floki doesn't want to do it. Floki is like, let's just let them, the elements take them right. and let's start fresh. This guy's like, well, what's the point of that? And now these guys are once again trudging through the snow. 
I can't. Back to the old bad camp, and that's kind of where it ends with like Helgi falling down the cliff and like, like just you know, it's like Everest. If you fall up there, you're dead. Just leave him. Move on. <laughs> All right, we got to move on from the Iceland story. You guys are bored with this in live chat. You're like, whatever. Who cares about um, uh, Iceland? The only thing um, I don't think Floki has medical skills to answer your question in the live chat. I think he just they just learn with frostbite. You just got to cut it off. Because if you don't, it'll creep up and it'll take your hand and then your arm and then you die. So uh, they, they're out in the middle of the storm. They're stuck in the storm. That's the end of Iceland. Boom. Let's move on. Danzos. What's our other? York? Uh, well, let's other? Do, well, you want to do Katakat? Because it's like separate. And then we've got York and Wessex left. Okay. Together in one country. Sure. So. Yaku has like a system. We, gotta, we, we came up go, with a system. We gotta go by Yaku's system. Okay, let's talk about. We're talking about York now. <laughs> Where's the York? We're talking about York. I just love giving Yaku a hard time. No, no, let's talk about Katakat. Buddha. So, this is where the whole Buddha thing comes into play, which I kind of love. I like that, they, like you said, James, it's not another religion and such a more peaceful, like calm. And you can see Vitzek is like spewing, yeah. like like dropping knowledge here and there about life is a river and a journey. You shouldn't grab to the banks. And, and maybe it's all part of the one. I was like, oh, he really did sit and listen to dude about his little Buddhism or whatever. Well, he, well they had like, a nice chat and he was invited back. Cute. So that's yeah. nice. He was invited back. It was so that's lovely. good. Which is now, Ivar and they're talking to each other and Ivar is saying, okay, so they, the knows King Harold failed mm -hmm. and that the King Harold hopefully has learned his lesson now because now he knows he can't win without me. He's so full of himself, Ivar. And now Ivar wants to go back and obviously go show Alfred a lesson, teach him a lesson. Right. And Ivar's wants to teach him a lesson by getting part of some some other Olaf dude's army in Norway and grab King Harold and the army that's already in England along with all of the people that Ivar has. And then he's like, then we're going to go, I played chess with him when I was a kid. I want to play chess with him again. Just and on the battlefield. On the battlefield. On the field. And he's got a little thing in there. I think it was the king. I know Steve, we watched it with him. He's like, which one is that? Which chess piece? Like... You guys know, let us know. I think it was the king. Right. Um, because that, they played that chess match and they knocked over the checkmate three seasons ago, you know, <laughs> and he took that thing home. Um, right. So Vitzik is super intrigued with Buddha, right? Uh, yep. And he's telling his wife all about this thing and he wants to talk about it again. It was a funny moment here. It's like, <laughs> we're talking about Buddha and she wants to know more. And he's just like, well, for now, let's just have sex. Let's just have sex. So blunt and straightforward that like you can't misinterpret what that means. Like it's cool. No, Got it. No, there's no way to misinterpret that. I'm glad. That's a lot of people's. Oh, just <laughs> shut up. Let's just have sex. Okay. <laughs> um, so there, there was this really interesting scene afterwards where Ivar and, and Vitzik. I did like that. This was a lot about Vitzik. This like storyline because he's mm -hmm. get, he's becoming more interesting to me. Uh, ever since Margaret died. Uh, Vitzek is, uh, he's right on edge, right? He's about to do something, and I really like how they're playing this up, and we know something's coming, but we don't know at all what that something is. Is he gonna go crazy on Ivar? Is he gonna jump to the other side? Like, whatever. And you got this from just the big conversation, looking at... Yeah, and just looks all, in over eyes. the season, yeah. And, and Ivar's just been fucking with him, man. He's just been, like, poking him, just like... He's super playful ah. as well, but he, he sees he's above him. 
Right. Like he sees himself as above. It's like obviously because he sees him as a god. I mean, that's obvious. But he's super playful and like, yeah, Magaret was also crazy and he gives him like the like, <laughs> roll like, yeah. my eyes, you know. It's like don't talk about Magaret. He obviously loved the girl. Like he's like poking the but bear the why. whole time. Yeah, um, I just want to call out here, yeah, Megan. No, so I I said his wife. Sorry, no, Vitek is not married. It's not his wife. Uh, it's just I guess his girlfriend. I should have yeah. said girlfriend. Yeah. Or his lover. His lover. Or the person that he has sex with, since right. he was so blunt about it. Right. Um, yeah, and that kind of... Uh, That's really about it yeah. for that, that in cut to cut, uh, what's going on. So we just know that Ivar's trying to plan and plot. He's ready to go make this happen. But Vitzer it's like it's more enlightened. Yeah. And, 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 and Ivar is saying, think he's crazy. Of Maybe all people. Is. Well, no, it's not. Because even Vitzik is like, you think I'm crazy? Right. Like, are you kidding me? You are the crazy one. Exactly. Moving on to funnier, better, more interesting things. Again, thank you for uh, subscribing to this. If you're listening to it as a podcast, please give it five stars. Please give a good rating if you want on YouTube. It's actually really helpful if you guys actually like this. Like it. Uh, mm. It's really helpful if you subscribe to either AfterBuzz or the AfterBuzz Vikings one or anything. If you just subscribe to something that's really helpful, um, and then all your comments, you know, like you guys, you guys point out every week we get something wrong, which is kind of part of the show. But right. so point out what we get wrong. Check us. Give us some facts. We love to talk to you guys. I know it kind of ebbs and flows in terms of how well we're able to get into the comments, but even Carrie is helping out with comments, even though she's not really um, hosting the show as much anymore. So we really appreciate that, and we love you guys. So on to the, re the super interesting part oh. of this episode. I must... Uh, we had a fact of fiction in the previous episode. Oh, yes. What was the fact of the fiction? The fact of fiction was, did the Vikings actually wear horns on their helmets? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to say, without knowing that, I'm going to say fiction. It is fiction. Yeah. Not all. And I just want to call this guy out in the comments. Dennis Kildegardi. I think he's the professor in... in, in uh, does it, um, <laughs> the, he's a Danish, Danish land? In, in Finland. Dan <laughs> Danish land? Um, Denmark? Denmark. Uh -huh. uh, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, and so uh, he, he was gave a whole explanation and so many people commented on that, which is amazing because you guys are interactive with the fact of fiction, which we have to come up with a new one, by the way. A new fact of fiction? Yes. Yes, we will. We, we will. Um, so they do, they do not. They do not wear horns. They said the only people that might have worn horns on their helmets was the berserkers, which is kind of the crazy the crazy version of Vikings that kind of threw themselves into battle, which is what we see these guys do all the time in any way. But, so. I like berserkers. I feel like we're being a little bit berserkers like right now. We are a little. I, I, we're giving but, you get a little something different here in the trailer after our little technical issues, by the way. Um, so, this... This whole thing in Wessex was really something crazy, and I thought this was so interesting. It kind of started off with uh, Bjorn. Bjorn has always has his eye out for the ladies. Yes, so he's and a he, real Ragnar. He he is Ragnar's he is son. He's a real. He is he is Ragnar's son. He is Ragnar's Well, son. then again, it might be also Rolo's son because Rolo. Uh, yeah. Well, with the ladies. Hello, and so he was like. That's right, he might be Rolo's son too. Damn uh, it! We still gotta figure that out. Uh, so Bjorn wants to get to know uh, Gun Gunhild? Gunhild? Gunhild. 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 Uh, who, this scene was amazing. He was like, look, I'm gonna untie you if you tell me. You were probably the last person to see Lagertha alive if she's still alive. So you tell me what you know and I'll, I'll untie these ropes. And she was like, cool, I don't know anything. 
So he unties the ropes, and he's like, you're a free woman, you can do whatever you want. And she promptly, boop, right in the face. And he's like, oh, come on, what the hell is that for? She's like, I'm just exercising my right as a free woman. Now get the hell on out of here. <laughs> love that. I was like, I love her already. And you Strong. knew that was, maybe she knew this, but that was like the biggest aphrodisiac for Bjorn. Well, being slapped around. Yeah, oh. And then her being like, be gone with you. Even after she acknowledged that he's famous, he's, right? He's Bjorn Ironside. Yeah. And she just misses him like that. She's like, whatever. So, of course, you notice essentially every subsequent scene is with her and Bjorn together. Because Bjorn, Bjorn was like, oh, this is my girl now. Oh, my God. So, he got slapped around. We're, the other people that got slapped around in, this, in the beginning of this episode is all the traitors in, oh, in yeah. the whole kingdom. So, uh, this is where this, we've got more business. Boom. Arrest everybody except Aethelred. Because I thought at this point, the whole plan was to let everybody get arrested. Okay, uh -huh. so they get them hung, whatever, they're all dead. And then it's like punishing a guilty child. I want you to come out of your own and come tell me you're sorry. <laughs> I want you to come apologize out of your own, but I'm not going to say anything until you do. Until you do it. And and how incredible was that scene? You know, a lot they, they keep going back to this thing about Alfred being soft. But then how incredible was that scene of all of the traitors just laying there dead? I mean, that incredible. was incredible. It was incredible. It was powerful. Yeah. It was like, you know, in the black dirt, they were like, like don't mess around. Uh, because he even said like, oh, now we know where they are. Oh, great. Now we can all hang them. Kind of made a joke about it. And, nope, and he, he didn't make a joke about he it. He was super serious. Yep. And so Judith is, you know, has this whole thing. Man, she's crafty. Gosh, she's been crafty since Eckbert days. But she's like, you either have to tell him and talk to him about this and mm. get him to say sorry or give me permission to do it because I have to know why. But I don't know if you noticed, Yaku. I don't know if you guys saw this. She never actually asked him why. Unless I missed it. Because I could have been, you know, my headphones were acting a little she, crazy. She didn't, no. She she, never... she approached him. He said, you know why you're here? And they had the whole conversation. And right, he right. just out of his own started talking, ending it off with like, I will never betray him again. But his why, and man, I guess a little bit of his why was like, I had just been passed over for the kingship, and I was feeling a little bitter about myself. What uh, kingship that was rightfully his? That was his, and and, and, and saying like, well, these guys were gonna he's gonna die in any way, or he's, he was gonna be overthrown in any way. If I decided I wanted to step in and be the king, then at least it would have done with no bloodshedding. So. He's actually being a hero by overthrowing his brother because in that way he overthrows the brother, he's king, the kingdom thrives, and his brother doesn't die. Mm. That's how he saw it. I don't know about all that. It sounds like PR, <laughs> PR spin to me. You can, you can spin some stories in whatever way you want. I just thought it was really interesting. I don't, they didn't totally answer that question, and I almost wonder if that was some of uh, Judith's motivation like, she wasn't satisfied with the why, and maybe that was some of her motivation for her actions later on in the episode. Just saying. Just saying. Well, he kind of he forgave his brother already. He's, he just wants to move on. He yeah. even said, like, I'm going to move on. Um, so let's move on to the next talking point here, um, which is... Can you, Uber. Read, can 
Can you read your handwriting? Uh, no, we have to write really fast when we watch this episode. I know. We're like, oh, well, it's kind of it's kind of weird in this episode. Don't you guys think they jumped in little they small itty bitty bit. pieces? So it's like yeah. suddenly Uber is taking communion, and then you know, then they're getting the land as a treasure, and then you know, it's just like all over the place, kind of. So I think we just have to like grab a big. And then, point. and then they went to church. I love this part about speaking of Gunhild and Bjorn. They they went to church and they, everybody else went into church and Gunhild and Bjorn were like, I can't go in there. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to church. So that, that's when they go back in the first. They're not going to church, but they did go back and learn how to scream, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I've been waiting nice. to say that all night. You've they, been writing that down. You've been it? thinking about it the whole get time. It? They got down. They were screaming, oh God, oh God, oh God. So now what happened in no. this oh God church, Jesus? No, I don't. No, no I know what happened, James. You said I got it the no, first I'm time. No, I'm asking if it's funny. It was no, funny? it was funny. No, it was not. Okay. It was funny. Guys, just <laughs> give a LOL in the comments to make James feel better about himself. Just one. Uh, so what happened in the church other than oh Lord Jesus Christ? Um, did they... How did he get sick? How did he get struck down? Like, what is this from your medical like perspective? Like, did he just faint? Is he has a brain tumor? Is this guy just malnutrition? Like, what is wrong with him? Well, so we, what is wrong with him is really an interesting question because, like, what Judith said, we don't know. They didn't really know in the past either. He just sort of got better, and uh, I was kind of racking my brain without doing any research. I know a lot of you guys have said in the uh, chat already and in the little re research um, I, I've done on Alfred just before this season, he was a pretty sickly dude in general. They're not entirely sure what was going on. It may have been seizures. Um, and so he might have had been having seizures in real life. In real life, he was a, a sickly person uh, and was... That was complications. Lots of well, lots of complications with his rulership because they were like, he's sick. We can't have a sick king. So that part of the show seems to be holding true to life. Uh, but what I could find was that it was probably seizures in real life. Here, they're they're not really leading me to anything at all. My guess would be that he, because remember his face was kind of tore up. Yeah. Uh, from the battle. Yeah, we got a hit in the head a few times. Yeah. So well. What I think is, this is not sexy at all, but people uh, get septic and die all the time, even from small cuts, even now if they don't get treated. So we just think of it as like, oh, I'll put some Neosporin and a Band-Aid on and you'll be fine. Well, they didn't have that stuff back then. And nope. those, those cuts with all that horse shit and other people's <laughs> blood and mud and whatever, imagine a cut right here on your face, a bunch of stuff gets in there and you don't do anything about it. Well, then that turns into a big massive effect infection and overtakes you. Also because they wanted that, um, that uh, he said stinking broger, stinking. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. To, to fix his poor brother, yeah. Yeah, so that I did, Borage, stinking Borage. So that I did have to look up and I was like, oh my gosh, I've totally heard about this. They use Borage plant, uh, which is also called like bee oil or Borage oil. They use that for tons of stuff back in the day. It was like an anti-fever, an anti-cough. They actually were diagnosing people with what we now call bronchitis then, and they were treating this with bronchitis, inflammation. Well, did it do anything? Did it help? arthritis. You can actually use this stuff now for like inflammatory conditions, and it seems to have helped. So this, that, that information combined sort of leads me to think that maybe he's infected somewhere and that he's just septic. And people will do that. People will go comatose when they're, oh, they have an overwhelming infection in their body. And because Ethelred was like, well, why don't you go whip up some stinking borage for him? Maybe they were thinking infection as well. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. I like that. I like that. 
that, 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 I'm that reaching a little. I'm reaching a no, little. No, no, I like that. That's good. So he was, he's lying in bed and he is, uh, let's just call it septic at this point. Um, and his wife is pregnant with Bjorn's son? What? what? I'm just saying that. I'm, there's no hints towards it. I'm just saying they went to town. She's pregnant. I'm sure it's probably Alfred's son. Let's just say that. Let's just let's just let's just say that and move on. Let's just say no, that and move on. Because I, I don't think these they, in five and a half seasons. When have we ever just had somebody have like an uncomplicated pregnancy, or that wasn't like somebody else was the baby daddy? Like that's that's crazy talk. And you're probably right. Ah, <laughs> yes, I am. And you guys all know it. <laughs> That's like, why it's happening. He's like, oh, who knows, right. Megan? Who knows? No, not who knows. We know. We all know, Megan. Right. So, and we're we're getting there. I promise you guys. Uh, Je oh, welcome, Jeff Trexler, to the live chat. So we're getting to the big bad scenes here. I think the most important things that happened towards the end of this was that Bjorn just realizes mm. he's like, I can't be here. Like, this is not my place. They're sitting on this fertile land, and right, Uba's doing his thing, and Torvi's doing her thing, and whatever. And different dream, different mindset, different totally, path, right? Totally. And that's even what he said. You chose your path, a path that I couldn't choose. Could not have chosen. My path is to go retake and reclaim Katekat. And how sweet was that scene? Almost tears, right? When mm -hmm. Ube was like, oh, Bjorn, still, big brother, still my hero. Oh, my gosh. And I thought that was going to be the sweetest thing. And then Bjorn goes and says all that sweet stuff to Torvi. And Torvi was like, are you kidding me? This is, these are our children. Like, I will always make them to be proud of you and whatever. She's a legend. She, she, uh, she's going to see this entire, legend. until whatever seasons of Solda comes, she's going to see it through. Watch that. Uh, prediction. Is, is that your prediction? That's my prediction. Um... Well, Michael Hurst is for sure going to kill her now because you said that. No. <laughs> Torby's going to die the next episode. Yeah, so, Torby, don't die. No, she's not going to die. So so he, he gives sweets her up a bit and she talks to her. And then he heads off to, to York because he wants to talk to to Harold. And like and once again, he's, Harold is too happy to see Bjorn and drink beer with him even though they just fuck, killed each other almost. Kind of. Kind of, because it gives him the evil eye. And I think there's right. a few reasons. There's a few reasons why this is happening. He was like, and first of all, I think it's worth mentioning, James, that you don't even... Bjorn walked in there. He didn't even say anything. Who said something? Harold. Magnus. Oh, Ma Magnus. Oh, okay. Magnus. Magnus. He clapped his hands. He was yelling. He was... Oh, he he was so happy. He's like, I just, I'm just here with my brother. And I'm just so excited to be my brother. And I'm just so excited to be Viking. We I'm should so all saying. go together and kill Ivar and go get Karkat and kill Ivar and be honest is Bjorn didn't say anything because that's Magnus V Magnus not Viking you guys said it in the you guys said it in the comments He's, he he doesn't belong there it was that like makes me mad uncomfortable like Magnus I was like Magnus you're a little you're you're giving me extra as the kid you're giving me too much uh, as the kids would say right now and then he's saying Bjorn um, don't want to be a farmer Bjorn does not want to be a farmer he wants to realize and Danny thank you for that that's an awesome point because he wants to uh, realize Ragnar's dreams but like he said told Uber he wants to realize Ragnar's dreams in his way another one for for Ragnar I think James if you can correct me was that Katagat being the most important like center of the world almost yeah. right and now it's ran by Ivar and Ivar he's his loyalties, his primary intentions is that he's a god and that everything revolves around that. Lagerfrau, when she was there, is like, let's make the, the biggest hub for trade, for money, for mm -hmm. growing the empire. Mm -hmm. Different mindsets, right? They, yeah, but they, it was always about Katakat being the focus and being, I mean, as, as the firstborn son of Ragnar, 
I think this is absolutely Bjorn is Bjorn's not on some bullshit about anything. He's like, you can be a farmer and that's great. And that is part of also our history as Ragnar's sons. But like, I have all this blood. I have all this conquering. I have all this. I want to lead people. I want like to make Katakut, like Katakut. And we know from actual history that Bjorn was like one of the most traveled of the Vikings. Mm. Like dude was all He's over the Africa. place. And his empire, when he was really ruling things, was was very large and very substantial. Uh, so I feel like maybe we're seeing the beginning of that. That is amazing that you said that, James, because getting back to our previous point, King Harold is eyeing him and is watching. And I, I wrote down, so um, he wants to take back Katakat. Okay, so that's great. But like we said in the previous, also, like he's scared. Who's going to be the king? Mm -hmm. That's one problem. The second problem, I think, is Gunhild. Like, I think they eyed each other on the boat a while ago. Gunhild and, and Harold. Harold? Yes. Ooh. And so, and so Maybe they are. She's a spy for Harold. No, oh, no, 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 no. Now we're just going. No, that's yeah. just crazy talk. That's no. crazy talk. That's my prediction, by the way. That's your prediction. I'm okay. Go with that. Let's end it off with this crazy ending scene. This end scene, which is it's painful uh, to watch, right? Oh my god. So she did batch. Ugh. She did batch up the Borat or whatever we call that, but she batched up some other things too. Yeah, she sure she got did those tiny mushrooms. Up. That's that's that's. I knew it when she was speaking those tiny mushrooms. Uh huh. Don't eat the tiny mushrooms. Nope. So I don't know what this was, by the way. Before you guys ask, and and we didn't with the technical issues and whatever. I didn't really have time to look up how, what poison that they would have used that she could have gotten her hands on that easy would make someone die like that. So my guess is that this death was way overly stylized for television's sake, right? For because yeah. it arsenic you the doesn't really arsenic sort of makes people like kind of choke a little bit and then just like pass out. It's not like a it's not like a coughing blood bleeding sexy. from the eyes. They will, but they're usually dead after. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh. right, yeah. So it's not like a sexy death. I'm. I don't mean that. Like death is not sexy. I'm just saying for TV's sake. Like, for them to make it like this dramatic death that we're going to want to watch, right? I know, no, you guys know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. So, I couldn't, I can't really figure out what that is. I would love to hear what you guys think in the comments, yes. though. Live comments and afterwards. Like, what do you think this this was? But, Judith, especially, Aethelred <laughs> knew it. Uh, no, he didn't know it. But he should have known it. When he tried to get, when he tried to, like, come for his mother. When he was like, don't ever interfere again. And he grabbed her by the chin. Jen? Disrespectful, Ooh, you yes. gotta get a slapping for that, not just that, but he, you would die for that. And it's funny because Jeff is saying, oh, yeah, yeah and, and so she what? She kills him. But, I mean, boom, just boom. like. But, you, but but before he dies, he headbutts the table. And this Jeff, Jeff is saying, uh, Jeff Tressler is saying, uh, face plant into the table, ouch. That's what. Yes. I mean, if the poison wasn't gonna do it, that for that sure. That was hilarious. For sure. T See? Well written. I sang Sexy Death, you're saying hilarious. Yes, we, we're uh, not we watch Vikings. like that. We we're watch just, Vikings. I mean, right, it, but it's part of the show. So, but this is a huge. Uh, my only, like, to get a little bit deep about this scene, my only thought about this was that I think Judith was thinking, we know she's conniving, we know she's strategic, we know she's probably some power, got some power hungry as well. She's used to being in power, but I think Judith was ultimately thinking, I'm gonna lose one of my sons anyway. I wanna decide which one So goes. she's playing God, in, basically. She literally is saying, I like, I love Alfred just a little bit more than Aethelred. So let me make sure that Aethelred doesn't kill Alfred, and I'll just... Oh, Alfred's absolutely a favorite. Right, but yeah. I'm, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She still loved Aethelred. Yeah. But I mean, she freaked out when she actually died. I think it only yeah. realized, if, okay, well, 
what kind of mother are you? That made her really sad. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. I'm, and not just that, <laughs> of my own son. And right. holding him at the end. But then again, holding him at the end, she was like crying sad. And then she kind of just looked up and be like, okay. So phase two, let's move on. Yeah. Well, what are we moving on to? I mean, no, she. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. she's saying. Her face, face was like, like she was like crying and stuff, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm done." And so her face like, boom, end of scene, done of the episode. Ah, uh, that was crazy. So uh, normally we would have uh, sound effects right now for uh, predictions. Oh, we can do this though. So I'm gonna make some sound effects while Yaku thinks of his prediction for. The lights are going. I can make a horn. Again, we before we end the show, we thank you guys so much for sticking with us in the live comments and watching afterwards. I know this was probably really painful and crazy, but there were legitimate like AfterBuzz yes. Network wide, like YouTube, like crazy technical issues. We're the only show that got to air during this time slot, and it's because of you guys, because you blew up that live chat so much. Literally, the producers in here were like, well, we got to go with Vikings because there's the most people interacting there. There you go. And it's so all you this guys. This is all on you guys. So on that note, predictions yes. for next week, Yaku? Uh, my prediction is that Lagafra is obviously going to make it back to Katakat somehow. And that, well, I don't know how, but she's going to get back there. A boat? But no, no, but not physically how. I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, she's not going to go back on her own will. I think she's going to be taken back uh. to Ivar. And that's going to be a whole new thing that Igor is going to obsess himself with. Some, she's captured by Harold's, what I think. Very good. Uh, my prediction, uh, I, I already said it. I, I like Gunhild, but I think she's something's going on. She's I a think spy. She's a spy for Harold or even Ivar. I don't know. She's a spy and she's in with she's getting in with Bjorn on purpose because it's not gonna go well. Perfect. That's awesome. It. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. Yeah. Um, but, um, before we go, James, I, I just think I, I want to mention real quick um, that if you guys do love wine and you're a wine drinker, yeah. yes. We, Make sure you guys go to grapeunknown.com. <laughs> not dot con. That's not a thing. Dot con. Dot con. Grapeunknown.com. Um, if you love wine, you want to learn about wine, visit my website. Uh, I'm a anologist, a winemaker, and I teach about wine. That's what he does. And he's a big Vikings fan. He loves I love Vikings. Vikings. And you guys, as you guys always know, uh, I'm on uh, Instagram. That's my primary platform. And Twitter, too, at AskTheNP. Everything you're too scared to ask your MD. But we will see you guys in the comments. We thank you so much for sticking with us. We really appreciate uh, you guys uh, putting up with all of this. But listen, you made it happen, and we love you so much for that. And uh, we will see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>